0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we are beginning the book of Isaiah by reading chapters 1 through 4. This, these are the visions that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. He saw these visions during the years when Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah were kings of Judah. Listen, O heavens, pay attention, earth. This is what the Lord says. The children I raised and cared for have rebelled against me. Even an ox knows its owner, and a donkey recognizes its master's care, but Israel doesn't know its master. My people don't recognize my care for them. Oh, what a sinful nation they are, loaded down with the burden of guilt. They are evil people, corrupt children who have rejected the Lord. They have despised the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on Him." Why do you continue to invite punishment? Must you rebel forever? Your head is injured. Your heart is sick. You are battered from head to foot, covered with bruises, welts, and infected wounds, without any soothing ointments or bandages. Your country lies in ruins and your towns are burned. Foreigners plunder your fields before your eyes and destroy everything that they see. Beautiful Jerusalem stands abandoned like a watchman's shelter in a vineyard. Like a lean-to to a cucumber field after the harvest. Like a helpless city under siege. If the Lord of heaven's armies had not spared a few of us, we would not we would have been wiped out like Sodom, destroyed like Gomorrah. Listen to the Lord, you leaders of Sodom. Listen to the law of our God, people of Gomorrah. What makes you think I want all your sacrifices, says the Lord? I am sick of your burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened cattle. I get no pleasure from the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to worship me, who asks you to parade through my courts with all your ceremony? Stop bringing me your meaningless gifts. The incense of your offerings disgusts me. As for your celebrations of the new moon and the Sabbath and your special days of fasting, they are sinful and false. I want no more of your pious meetings. I hate your new moon celebrations and your annual festivals. They are a burden to me. I cannot stand them. When you lift up your hands in prayer, I will not look. Though you offer many prayers, I will not listen, for your hands are covered with the blood of innocent victims. Wash yourself and be clean. Get your sins out of my sight. Give up your evil ways. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Help the oppressed. Defend the cause of the orphans. Fight for the rights of the widows. Come now, let's settle this, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them white as wool. If you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. But if you turn away and refuse to listen, you will be devoured by the sword of your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. See how Jerusalem, once so faithful, has become a prostitute. Once the home of justice and righteousness, she is now filled with murderers. Once like pure silver, you have become like a worthless slag. Once so pure... You are now like watered-down wine. Your leaders are rebels, the companions of thieves. All of them love bribes and demand payoffs, but they refuse to defend the cause of orphans or fight for the rights of widows. Therefore, the Lord... The the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies, the mighty one of Israel says, I will take my revenge on my enemies. I will pay back my foes. I will raise up my fist against you. I will melt you down and skim off your slag. I will remove all your impurities. Then I will give you good judges again and wise counselors like you used to have. Then Jerusalem will again be called the home of justice and the faithful city. Zion will be restored by justice. Those who repent will be revived by righteousness, but rebels and sinners will be completely destroyed, and those who desert the Lord will be consumed. You will be ashamed of your idol worship in groves of sacred oaks. You will blush because you worshiped in gardens dedicated to idols. You will be like the great tree with withered leaves, like a garden without water. The strongest among you will disappear like straw. Their evil deeds will be the spark that sets it on fire. They and your evil works will be burned up together, and no one will will be able to put out the fire. This is the vision that Isaiah, son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all and most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and the people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of, God's, of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will meditate, mediate, mediate between nations and will settle international disputes. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation nor train for war anymore. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord, for the Lord has rejected his people, the descendants Of Jacob, because they have filled their land with practices from the east and with sorcerers, as the Philistines do. They have made allegiances, alliances with pagans. Israel is full of silver and gold, there is no end of its treasures. Their land is full of war horses, there is no end to their chariots. Their land is full of idols people worship things that they have made with their own hands so now they will be humbled and all will be brought low do not forgive them crawl into caves in the rocks hide in the dust from the terror of the lord and the glory of the majest- of his majesty Human pride will be brought down and human arrogance will be humbled. Only the Lord will be exalted on the day of judgment. For the Lord of heaven's armies has a day of reckoning. He will punish the proud and the mighty and bring down everything that, he, that is exalted. He will cut down the tall t- cedars of Lebanon and all the mighty oaks of Bashan He will level all the high mountains and all the lofty hills. He will break down every tower and every fortified wall. He will destroy all the trading, the great trading ships and every magnificent vessel. Human pride will be humbled. And human arrogance will be brought down. Only the Lord will be exalted on that day of judgment. Idols will completely disappear. When the Lord rises to shake the earth, his enemies will crawl into the hole in the ground. They will hide in the caves and the rocks from the terror of the Lord and the glory of his majesty. On that day of judgment... They will abandon the gold and silver idols that they made for themselves to worship. They will leave their gods to the rodents and bats while they crawl away in the caverns and hide among the jagged rocks in the cliffs. They will try to escape the terror of the Lord and the glory of His majesty as He rises to shake the earth. Don't put your trust in mere humans... They are as frail as breath. What good are they? The Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies will take away from Jerusalem and Judah everything that they depend on, every bit of bread, every drop of water. All their heroes and soldiers, judges and prophets, fortune tellers and elders, army officers and high officials, advisors, skilled sorcerers and astrologers. I will make their boys make I will make boys their leaders and toddlers their rulers. People will oppress each other, man against man, neighbor against neighbor. Young people will insult their elders and vulgar people will sneer at the honorable. In those days, a man will say to his brother, since you have a coat, you be our leader. Take charge of this heap of ruins. But he will reply, no, I can't help. I don't have any extra food or clothes. Don't put me in charge. For Jerusalem will stumble and Judah will fall because they speak out against the Lord and refuse to obey him. They provoke him to his face. The very look on their faces gives them away. They display their sin like the people of Sodom. Don't even try to hide it. They are doomed. They have brought destruction upon themselves. Tell the godly that all will be well for them. They will enjoy the rich reward that they have earned, but the wicked are doomed, for they will get exactly what they deserve. Childish leaders oppress my people, and women rule over them. Oh, my people, your leaders mislead you. They send you down the wrong road. The Lord takes his place in court and presents his case against his people. The Lord comes forward to pronounce judgment on the elders and rulers of his people. You have ruined Israel, my vineyard. Your houses are filled with things stolen from the poor. How dare you crush my people? Grinding the faces of the poor into the dust demands the Lord, the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord says, beautiful Zion is haughty. Craning, light, or craning her elegant neck, flirting with her eyes, walking with dainty steps, tickling her, her ankle bracelets. So the Lord will send scabs on her head. The Lord will make beautiful Zion bald. On that day of judgment, the Lord will strip away everything that makes her beautiful. Ornaments, headbands, crescent necklaces, earrings, bracelets, and veils, scarves, ankle bracelets, sashes, perfumes, and charms, rings, jewels, party clothes, gowns, caps, purses, mirrors, fine linen garments, head ornaments, and shawls. Instead of smelling of sweet perfume, she will stink She will wear a robe for a sash and her elegant hair will fall out. She will wear rough burlap instead of rich robes. Shame will replace her beauty. The men of the city will be killed with the sword and her warriors will die in battle. The gates of Zion will weep and mourn. The city will be like a ravaged woman huddled on the ground. In that day, so few men will be left that seven women will fight for each man, saying, Let us all marry you. We will provide our own food and clothing. Only let us take your name so that we won't be mocked as old maids. But in that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious. The fruit of the land will be the the pride and the glory of all who survive in Israel. All who remain in Zion will be a holy people. Those who survive the destruction of Jerusalem and are recorded among the living. The Lord will wash the filth from beautiful Zion and cleanse Jerusalem of its bloodstains with the hot breath of fiery judgment. Then the Lord will provide shade for Mount Zion and all who assemble there. He will provide a canopy of cloud during the day and smoke and flaming fire at night covering the glorious land. It will be the shelter from daytime heat and a hiding place from storms and rain. As we begin reading the book of Isaiah, Isaiah is the first of what has been traditionally considered and called the major prophets. They are major simply because of their length. We'll also be reading and have already started to read the minor prophets. Again, minor, not because of content, but because of their length. And when we think about a prophet... Our minds typically go to foretelling, foretelling the future, and certainly that is what we see here in the words of Isaiah. But there are, but the prophets are not just foretelling of things that are to come, but they're they're foretelling the things to come. But they're also foretelling. The idea here is that the prophets are preachers. Creatures of God. And in so many cases that we are going to read of these prophets, we're going to see that the prophets are bringing bad news. Things not to look forward to. In the case of today's reading, we read that Judah and Jerusalem would be destroyed and conquered. And yet, with this terrible news... The preaching that God sends the preacher to do, the prophet to do, is not just hopeless, but there is also hope. That yes, that Jerusalem and Judah would be destroyed, that they, they would experience terrible suffering. God would restore it. In the preaching of today, there is the, the negative side, that sin brings destruction. And while so many preachers today don't want to talk about sin, they only want to talk about God's love, we have to talk that that we need a Savior, that we are stuck in our sins if we haven't yet accepted Him. And it is a challenging message to give sometimes, but the message is, Is incomplete if we do not share that God sent His Son Jesus to be our Savior. So, just like the Old Testament prophets, there is bad news, but there is good news. We are sinners, but Christ's blood restores us. And all who will accept Him as Savior and Lord can have their sins forgiven be given the gift of the Holy Spirit and the promise that one day we will spend eternity with the Lord. We don't all have to be vocational preachers to tell that message. May all of us tell the message of Jesus. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.